Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, on the monorail, and you know, this kind of reminds me of a spaceship. I prefer the Millennium Falcon. I loved that ship until I had to be the engineer, though. What's your guys' like favorite part of the ship? The engine. It's unreal. See, I prefer twin engines. Welcome to episode 161 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we'll be giving the his on the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. It's, a real, right? it's a real tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Millennium. Uh, I say it a few times a little... in the history. It's kind of a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to say Smuggler's Run. Can I say smug Smuggler's Run? No. No. Okay. Man, that's not grammatically correct. Okay, so right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Goof Troop. Go to dizhiz.com. You can find the link at the very top as well as seeing our beautiful faces. You'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. We have given away signed comics, wax melts, Disney merch, Diz His merch, and many other things. Uh, actually, today we're giving away a $50 amazon gift card Ooh. you also yeah you also get access to our goof troop chat where you can interact with us and our other goof troop members i've been very active in that chat this week it's because of the cruise and being sick which i'm going to talk about here in a minute but we talk disney daily and have Dis we have daily disney themed questions plus our live shows are really messy and lots of fun and our lowest tier is like two bucks a month so go ahead and check us out also if you want to reach out to us we have a few ways you could email us at dizhishistory at gmail.com and send us an email. Let us know of your favorite episodes, maybe your least favorite episodes. Maybe some history we got wrong or didn't put in information at all. Or give us information like a favorite memory of yours or an idea for a future episode. And if you want to share your memories and maybe we'll play them on the episode, call us at 707-842-0345. That's right. I said call us at 707-842-0345. Four five. Hey, Alex, uh, did someone send you an email? Yeah, you I did. an email before the show. Who was it? <laughs> this guy named, um, I forget the Ronnie? name. Ronnie? Ronnie emailed me and said he really was a fan of Ryan, one of our patrons, and he thought oh, he man. was really good on the episode. That's cool. And, and that was, know, what, a couple weeks ago? That was a couple weeks ago, and he said, like, Ryan was really good on the show, and Ryan is one of our patrons, so if you want to be on future episodes of Diz His, become patrons, because there is a chance. There, yeah, there is a chance. You can maybe even become a host. I mean, that's how Chris got his way there. It's true. I know. That and a lot of money. I mean, <laughs> that and a lot, a lot of money. Bribery, blackmail. So, yeah, so that was a couple weeks ago. Ryan was on the show, and I wasn't here last week because I was on the fantasy. Mm -hmm. And uh, seven days is kind of a long time to be on a cruise. This is my second seven-day cruise. It is a long cruise. It, yeah, I feel really bad for you. Why? Sounds horrible. Seven days on a cruise, dude. Have you ever eaten for seven days straight? I mean, I eat every I day. Actually, actually, it's, I'm on my 27th year of eating every day. <laughs> Believe it or not, but like gorging yourself. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I'm no, not hold a, on one second. So, I'm not so a, you're saying I'm not a I'm not a Greek king, so no, I don't gorge myself every day. <laughs> uh, so you you've never went a day without eating ever? No, no. I mean, you know, maybe like Bear if I had like surgery and I just didn't feel hungry afterwards, maybe I didn't eat that day. 
Like you weren't sick, Chris, and you didn't want to eat food one day? No, I have to eat. I have this weird anxiety with eating. I just need to eat stuff, even when I'm not hungry. I did a pretty good job this this time. You know, uh, they, everyone in the pay, like our Patreon members kind of did a thing for how many ice creams I was going to I only ate 18 ice creams this cruise. I guess 17. I was pretty close. Yeah, you were really cl- close. Um, so I didn't really want to get sick this time. Um, but I did eat more than I should have, especially the last couple of days. I was just kind of like, you know, I'm kind of over this whole thing where... Um, you know, I'm just trying to kind of keep track of what 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 I'm eating, and um, so but we're gonna talk more about that with Jen uh, next episode because this week uh, Jen's not here with us because she has a family member who's gonna be having some surgery, uh, so she's not with us. But she'll be here on the next episode, and we will uh, be talking about the cruise. Uh, I did come back with COVID though, uh, and so did like everyone on the ship pretty much got COVID. Did Disney uh, charge you for that souvenir? Uh, no, that's one, that's one they gave us for free. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Disney's, I guess Bob Chapek, he's, he's all for giving stuff out for free now, maybe. Wow. Maybe. Uh, I mean, they, they, I mean, annual pass. I mean, trust me, back. you paid for it. If you paid for Disney cruise, you paid for it. That is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, but we'll talk more. It, it, it's kind of a bummer, but, uh, it is what it is. And I'm not that sick. My whole family's sick. Pretty much. Like I said, everyone in the cruise is sick. Uh, so if you are going to be going on a cruise, I definitely recommend kind of putting a mask on. Um, if you don't want to get COVID. Let's get to the his on the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is a motion simulation ride that is located in Galaxy's Edge in both Disneyland and Hollywood Studios. This ride debuted in May with the reveal of Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. This attraction allows six guests to operate different roles as part of the Millennium Falcon's crew upon a mission. Have you guys been on this ride? Of course. Of course. No. No, Chris, you haven't been on it? I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet. We wanted to when you were down yeah. here, right? And we couldn't yeah. because of just the timing and everything. Yeah, and COVID. because of this dumb reservation system, man. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I know that they just opened up annual passes now. So now you can buy um, Did they? The, pir- the pirate yeah. pass. So I can get the pirate pass. I'm not oh. sure if I'm going to get it. Yeah, annual passes. Wait, 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 wait. You've been complaining for months now about, I, I can't wait till they open it up. Gonna get- Why aren't you getting the pirate pass now? Uh, because, I mean, I still have to make reservations, man. I can't just go and go to a park. That's so dumb. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna go ahead and get it. I'm probably. Yeah, you probably. You probably should. The reservation system's horrible. I don't think it's going away. So you better get used to it. You know what I mean? It's. Don't get me started. It's just. It's. It it makes. It makes me just want to like. Like when I came down and he went to Universal, it was so fun. It was so relaxing. They're, they got the lightning, their, their own version of fast pass down pat, you know? Eat, yeah. It just costs an arm and a leg. Sure. It, it, it does. It does cost based on, based on crowds, but it's like now everything with Disney is so hard to do. And it's, I think it's yeah. deterring people from wanting to go. 
I've mm-hmm. heard travel agencies, um, and maybe you can confirm this with um, with Nick, but I've heard from other travel agencies that they're seeing a, um, a tra- like more people actually going to Universal instead of Disney, which is sad. Oh, there because, is. Yeah, that's sad that, that Disney's making it hard for these families to be able to, one, afford it. and then That two, is something that we'll there. have to think about when we get to the time when we can afford an annual pass, is do we want to pay the extra money to go to Disney, or do we want to stay cheap and just go to Universal and then save for a day at Disney or go to Legoland once yeah. and then save for a day at Disney. But even though that, um, you know, it is harder to get into Disney, they're not having issues. I mean, or people are not going to Disney or that's like mm-hmm. one of, not one of their top choices to go to like on vacation. There, there's no issue because the parks are still packed. Right. They're not, I mean, sucks. They don't have yeah. an issue with it at all. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about this ride. I went on this ride multiple times. I was like one of the first – I wasn't one of the first ones on this ride. On Rise of the Resistance, I was I was probably like the first week I was there riding Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um, I think maybe I was, I was maybe there like a month after this one opened. Uh, but the ride, I really enjoy it. I know a lot of people are going to be like, it's not that good. It's, it's a lot like Star Tours. I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is to wait. Sometimes it's a really long wait. Not a fan of the wait for how short the ride is, I yes. guess you can say. It's, really, it's, it's actually not that short of a ride. But the wait is worth it if you're the driver, if you're the pilot uh. of you know, the Millennium Falcon. Um, if you're having another couple like the job, like the engineer or the missile, th- th- those jobs are not really that fun. Uh, yeah. What do you think of it, Alex? Uh, I don't think that's it's a great ride, honestly. I think going into it, we thought it was something different than it was going to be. We thought it was going to be a lot better than it was going to be. And then when we, it came out and we finally went on it, uh, I think the the mechanics, the way it works is amazing. The way it looks is amazing. But the actual functionality of how it works is kind of a letdown. What, 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 what did you do when you were on it? Like, what was I've, your job? I've been the engineer. I've been the shooter. I've been the pilot. And it's just not... It's not that great. Even at the pilot? Yeah, but I failed to have a team with me. So I failed to have six people uh, with me. I feel like that would definitely bring the, the, mm-hmm. the experience to like a max, having a whole team of you there and you as a team ready to dominate. That would be a big difference. But I think just like two or three people going and then riding with random people, um, you know, you can have someone who's just terrible at their job and then it doesn't really fit the ride that much. But then it's enough where you're like, well, you know, we did it right. So watching ride-ons for this, correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, this seems like a really good um, one-and-done type attraction mm-hmm. or one once in a while. It, it seems like for me, I think that the uh, first time would be a really cool experience because like uh, someone just said, the queue is, is better than the ride. I, um, I think that the queue actually looks amazing because you're on the millennium falcon yeah uh you get to sit down that photo op playing that that chess type game and then you're in the cockpit of the millennium falcon i yep. can see how like the, for the first time even if you're just clicking buttons just to kind of take all that in would be really cool now as far as the ride goes yeah maybe it's not the greatest ride but i think the experience uh would be really cool and i'm really excited to be able to finally try this one day uh i think it'd be since it'll be my first time at Galaxy's Edge, I feel like it'll be the perfect like immersive experience. Like that'll really put me into the world of Star Wars. I like when you take off; it looks like you're leaving Batu, and then when you come mm-hmm. back, yeah, stuff like that. Like, the attention to detail, I think, is where they nailed it on this ride. But yeah, maybe maybe it does miss the mark for some people. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think I think the immersiveness kind of trumps the um, I don't know. 
the ride experience yeah. i mean is that part of the attraction though would you say yeah of yeah, course i would think so yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think so too um and people are saying in chat like you know i think and alex i think you really hit the nail on the head saying that uh, you need to have a full team that you're there with like your buddies you know what i'm saying that you're yeah. ready to go ahead and go in there and get the high score and you're ready to go yeah uh, it's not like hey this is our first time riding it it's like, you know, you're going to go in there. You're not going to do a very good job. You're going to learn a lot from the very first time going through it. Mm -hmm. But you can't just hop back on. You can't just be like, okay, guys, this is like a video game. Yeah, yeah. I can't just go ahead and get back on, you know, in, in five minutes and go do it again. I have to go back out, wait in line for like, you know, an hour and a half. It's just not worth it. No, yeah. That's a big difference. Now, one cool thing about the, uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser is they kind of uh, looped this ride into it do you go into this in the history at all Alex? actually i do not touch base because i couldn't figure out how oh. it looped together okay so i've watched a lot of videos in the galactic star cruise for people not listen uh no for listeners who don't know about that it's the fake cruise that you stay in the star wars hotel it's like three thousand uh, dollars an hour so <laughs> if you are a part of like i don't know if you're like a smuggler type um character because you get assigned roles you actually have to steal coaxium, I think it's called. Yeah. It, and that's what you get from the smugglers run. So your mission is to get this coaxium and bring it back to whoever your leader is there. So I think that makes this ride, you know, that kind of elevates it to the next level too. Cause if you, especially if it's your first time going on, on smugglers run, you know, you have this mission where you're actually like the ride serves a purpose, you know, I feel like if this, um, if the, if that was a little more tied into galaxy's edge, I feel like the ride would be even better too, because galaxy's edge was kind of pitched as this kind of like role-playing type place where you go and experience things. They, they kind of uh, waited. They, they kind of put that on pause until the galactic star cruiser came along, which is kind of disappointing. I don't think so. Cause the, the app, if you have the app, the mm -hmm. app has a lot to do with the spatial area and what you're looking for. Cause that's one thing about the queue I liked was waiting in line for an hour. Isn't a big deal. As long as you have a giant battery in your backpack, because you can right. have your app out and you've been constantly clicking off things that you're locating using your app and you're going on little little adventures through oh, the that's lines. Cool. I didn't know that. And so if you have your app out, you're like you have to look for the symbol on a box and it tells you where in line is going to be. So when you get that point, you can scan it and that's where you unlock a certain thing in the app for the Star Wars area. So uh, that stuff is available to you if you just go there on a daily basis. Uh, but I think it's definitely like you said, will be better once it's intertwined with that, uh, yeah, whatever it's called. So the first time I rode this ride, um, a hurricane was supposed to hit Florida, and it decided not to hit Florida. Because, you know, sometimes in Florida, like living in Florida, like a hurricane's coming towards you, and you're kind of like, you whatever. know, uh, this, there's like a chance that this hurricane's not even going to hit anywhere where it's saying it's going to hit. So we took a chance, and it looked like right at the last moment, it looked, the hurricane was not going to hit us. So we took off to Hollywood Studios, and, like, no one was there. I remember this. And... Yeah, and we rode um, on the, the Smuggler's Run, and uh, there was like no wait, pretty much. It was a lot of fun. At the 2015 D23 Expo, Disney announced plans for a Star Wars land, and with it a ride that will allow guests to take control of a very recognizable ship on a customized secret mission. Two years later, at the 2017 D23 Expo, Disney released artwork depicting Chewbacca and Hondo Anaka outside of the Millennium Falcon. Details revealed the two had come to an agreement, and a crew was needed. On December 13, 2017, Disney Parks tweeted an image from the interior of a portion of the ride. 
On November 17, 2018, the name of the ride, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, was revealed, along with ride footage showing off the amazing ultra-high-resolution picture. Disney Imagineers teamed up with ILM Experience Lab, NVIDIA, and Epic Games to create a real-time experience. The ride films run on the Unreal Engine and utilizes eight NVIDIA Quadro P6000 GPUs with five QuadroSync projectors. When Disney started to develop Smuggler's Run, the technology to render a real-time motion with real-time motion cues didn't exist. Due to the ride mechanics and programming, the ride has thousands of possible ride combinations. The Imagineers also worked really hard on the setting of the ride, bringing the Millennium Falcon to life for guests to experience. The team spent three years studying, creating, and tinkering with the ride vessel's details. The team even visited a London set to visit the real Millennium Falcon. Another amazing detail of the ride is part of the queue. That is a Hondo animatronic. This A1000 figure represents 55 years of animatronic evolution, and when the ride was installed, it was the most advanced animatronic at any Disney park. Hondo has 51 total functions, a speaker in his chest to provide directional sound, a bend in the knee to create an illusion of walking, skin made of a lifelike silicone mix, and a face with an amazingly wide range of motion. That's a really interesting... Um aspect of the history alex the um i think it's cool because we see you know a lot of us play fortnite and we see that they partnered up with disney to bring the characters in the game it's kind of cool that partnership we think that's where the partnership ends but it's really you know it goes it's a you know when you get into the the weeds of the history of this ride they partnered up with epic games to use their because i think they own the unreal engine right they they're the people that that made they that. own it yeah, Epic Games, I'm pretty sure, owns Unreal Engine. Whoa. Um, Unreal Engine, I don't know if you guys getting into like some geeky stuff here, but have you ever watched like demos of like the newest Unreal Engine? Like, yeah. These conference? It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. The, the, um, the physics of it. It's almost everything. unreal. <laughs> but it's really cool that that they chose that they went with them. And it's it's kind of no surprise because it's there. It's like ahead of its time, really. It's miles ahead of any any of their competitors. It's it's really neat that um, they partnered up on this. I'm surprised it's not out there more, especially with the you know the name recognition of Epic Games. Like it's not like you know a little like presented by or in partnership with Epic Games on the Millennium Falcon. Well, you know you're right, um, and that's you know I think that's probably one of the reasons why uh, we we always talk about when we like when we play Fortnite. We were always saying that how does Fortnite get all of these like you know partnerships because uh, yeah. all the all these different characters and IPs are in the game itself? Mm-hmm. Probably because the Unreal Engine is really that good. And if I didn't, I had no idea that Epic Games that they own uh, Unreal. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll confirm that just to make sure, but I'm ninety nine percent sure. If because if they own the best like gaming engine out there, of course all these IPs yeah. are going to be like. Can you imagine just going someplace and be like, hey, listen, look at what we have. This is the best thing that's out there. Of course, people are going to listen, right? Yeah. Yep. That's it, true. Pretty pretty cool that they tap them on the shoulder um, to do that though. Yep. Developed by Epic Games. So yeah, that's you're crazy. right. Yeah. So Epic Games owns Unreal Engine. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, you're right because. When I was doing the history, I was like, Epic Games? Wait, is that Epic Games like Fortnite? Rocket League? Fall Guy yeah. Epic Games? Because you know, you know me, I've been getting the Fall Guy recently. But uh, the the history of which I really got into, and then I, w- I think we need to do a history just on... Did we do a history on anim- animatronics already? Uh, like on animatronics itself? Yes. No, we have not. No, the smellitizers, I think, is the only like... Okay. That'd be a good one to do, though. Yeah, because yeah, I was doing... Because when I was doing the history, I looked into the Hondo animatronic, and the information was pretty cool. And I think that animatronic is so well done. It's such a nice animatronic. I don't know if it's still the most recent animatronic uh put into disney or in a disney park right now but it's so well done it looks so realistic the animatronic 
Um, I wonder if Rocket was newer or not. Yeah, probably. And then I know they're working on the uh, Groot animatronic. And oh, that one's, yeah, yeah. That one's yeah. going to be amazing when it's, when it's uh, released. Millennium Falcon's Smuggler's Run debuted in Disneyland on May 31st, 2019, along with the reveal of Galaxy's Edge. The wait time on the opening day ranged from 30 to 60 minutes due to the four slowly rotating turntables, each with its own Millennium Falcon cockpit. Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios opened on August 29, 2019. The ride is located in the center of the Black Spire outpost at the entrance to Onaka Transport Solutions. The queue wraps around the life-size Millennium Falcon that is parked outside. The queue takes you through the engine and mechanic areas, and then through the command center, where the Hondo animatronic, along with R5P8, explains the details of the ride. Once past Hondo, guests are given an assignment card that assigns them to the role of pilot, gunner, or engineer. The pilots control the movement of the ship. The one sitting on the left controls the ship's pitch, or up and down, movement, while the pilot on the right controls the ship's boosts and left and right steering. The gunner operates the forward laser cannons and shoots at various targets. The engineers help keep the ship running from the damage the ship is sure to take. Once assigned a card, the group is moved to an area where they are divided by card colors. There are six riders in a group, with two people operating all the jobs. The groups hang out in the main hold until called to the flight deck. While waiting, you can get a photo lounging on the curved couch next to the famous Dejarik board. The ride lasts for four and a half minutes, with guests led by Hondo and his droid on a dangerous mission. How well each rider does during the ride affects the crew rating and the guests who work more efficiently are given more jobs to accomplish. If you complete the mission quickly, you will hear a longer version of the Pharaoh message from Hondo, and if you do terrible, you may leave the ship and have to walk through a poorly lit exit corridor. That's really funny. That That's a real thing? So the worse you do, the, the, the worse you're treated? Yes. I think that's cool, right? Yes, I think that's <laughs> cool. cool. And I, you know, and I wouldn't know these things because I don't write it enough because of the yeah. large wait time and... The lack of how well the ride is itself doesn't make me want to do the wait time. I mean, Joe and I, one time we were there with Jen and a whole group, and we we're in Star Wars Galaxy Edge, and we're like, hey, we have some time to kill. What do we want to do? And we're like, hey, you want to go on Smoky Run? And the majority of the group was like, no. We're like, well, really? we, have, we have time to kill. And they're like, yeah, well, I don't want to wait in that line just to go on Smoky wow. Run. And like, we end up, I mean, the time we waited probably was equal to the amount of time we would have waited for Smoky Run, but people did not want to commit themselves to going into line to wait for that ride. And that's, that's, and we are Disney people and we didn't want to do that. Yeah. And what ride did we go on instead? I think it was like probably a longer, it was probably a really long uh, line. I think we wait, I think we ended up uh, going to a different part of, di- of uh, Hollywood studios. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And now, now I'm thinking about this. I'll, um, I was, uh, I actually got to ride this with a cast member for a cast member preview. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, so cool. I actually wrote it then, uh, or like August in August, and I actually wrote it during the, that time with the hurricane too. But yeah, um, but so. yeah, Chris said it. He said the queue is amazing, and when you get mm-hmm. into that Million Falcon and you go there and you're able to sit yeah. in that, really cool. in that couch around the the jarg board, the jarg board, uh, mm-hmm. that is amazing. And then they tell you to go into, you know, into the flight area, and that is amazing. The first time you're pl- you're doing it, you're like, "This is gonna be so amazing!" And then you're mm-hmm. an engineer, and you're like, "What do I do?" Oh, I hit mm-hmm. buttons, but then light up. Sweet. Yeah, the engineering part sucks. Even the gunner sucks, man. They could have done such a better job. I feel like, I mean, they, you could have been like in the gunner seat, you know, like like Chewbacca and the one that yeah. kind of like on a gyroscope, or whatever, that's moving all around. Right. You, but they just made it so you just have to press a button, and there's some timing involved, right? Well, you have to of time course. it. Of course, there is some timing involved, but also, I mean, it's just uh, yes, you could do better. That way you have a different, you know, ending or you can just look at the screen and hit the button the whole time 
and hope you did well while watching the screen versus right. sitting there and watching your little icon telling you when to hit the button. So Let's I have a question. Oh, I have ahead, a question sorry. for you guys that I want you to think about during this history. So we have okay. two rides in uh, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Uh, if you could put a third ride, what would you want it to be? What would you want it to entail or center around? So think. Is about this a Neil's question? No, but I thought it would be fun because there's two rides, one very unpopular, one very popular. Yeah. So like to get the crowds away from those two, if we put a third ride in there. Right. So let's think about that when we read this one. <laughs> okay. Originally, guests were going to have complete control over the Falcon's path, but the Imagineers feared guests may mess up on purpose, so an assist was added. Also, lights flashed to alert guests of buttons or switches that need to be interacted with during the ride. The attractions beginning and end are always the same, but the adventure in the film varies on the performance of the guests. Once the guests arrive back in Batu, the guests are given a score based on the performance. This is when Hondo will either congratulate you or yell at you for doing a terrible job. On September 10th, 2019, Smunga's run received an update that made the ride display the maximum profit guests could have earned, as well as a new ranking system. Guests can either earn the rank of Pirate, Hotshot, Marauder, or Scoundrel. The ride footage will also change depending on when you ride it. For guests who want a challenge, you can access Chewie mode, which means the verbal cues for the ride are not from Hondo, but from Chewie himself. To access Chewie mode, the pilots must push the joystick to the extreme left or right, up or down, before hitting their activation button. Gunners and engineers hit one of the white buttons on their console before they hit their orange activation button. Complete these tasks before the cast member checked the rider's seatbelts and Chewie mode should be activated. I have not seen it, and I don't know anything about it, but I do want to try it. I've seen it on YouTube. It's cool. Really? Have you seen it, Chris? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Have you thought about uh, what ride you would put there? Yeah, so let's read a couple from the chat real quick. Adam says, it's a small galaxy with Star Wars aliens wearing their traditional garb and singing in their native tongue. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, Ryan said a Toy Story Mania style game, but shooting at uh, stormtroopers and stuff like okay. that, which is pretty cool. Um, so for me, I have two things that one selfishly, I don't think this, I mean, this could be a hit, but also maybe not because for people my age, I think it would be, and people that grew up with the prequels, but a pod racing, uh, you know, oh, simulator. Oh yes. That's a, a, pod a great racing idea. Simulator would be cool. But yep. I think what would be really cool would be a dark ride that shows, uh, Anakin turning into Darth Vader. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, I mean, that's a really good idea too. What, dark I think ride, like a roller what? coaster. What, Alex? A dark ride like what? What would you compare it to? A, a dark ride like... Um, Aerial? Yeah, exactly. Like a okay. slow move or like more like Peter Pan's flight because you'd probably be in some, some sort of like spaceship or something and mm -hmm. you know, yeah. traveling from movie to movie. But, um, you know, between each movie, go through uh, hyperspace or, you know, like a corny dark ride, like an 80s style dark ride. I think that that'd would be kind of cool. That wouldn't be too bad. I was thinking like Joe, he said coaster. I also thought coaster. Yeah. I think uh, like a rock and roller coaster type coaster where it's very it's inside, but it goes very fast. And I mean, it, it's the same as be all the other ones. But, you know, whatever you ride a ship and that's right, that's right. and you're riding through space. I mean, I was thinking more like Cosmic Rewind, which is like a story coaster. Oh, OK. You so know, like a cat and mouse coaster in, indoor. Yeah, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Like Space Mountain type thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you yeah. have you guys seen it in Disneyland? They have like a Star Wars Space Mountain. Have you guys seen that? Yes. Yeah. It looks Hyper really Space cool, Mountain. right? It looks really yeah. cool, doesn't it? Yeah, very cool. I um I watched it on one of those uh Disney bloggers that I that I watch. He was over there because they do it from May the fourth, I think, until yep. I don't know when they end it. But um I yeah, it looked here. very cool. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. Why do, why does Disneyland get all the cool layovers? Or um yeah, layovers. Because I don't because I because uh, you, you talking know, about Disneyland got... California, you're talking about Disneyland Paris. Yeah. California. Because I know it happens in Disneyland Paris. 
Yeah. It was in Disneyland California too, because Jen mm-hmm. saw Jen oh, and Alan really? went on it. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. They went on it last time they were there. Oh, and wow. uh I think the reason what maybe I think we kind of talked about this before, but you know, it might be a good idea to kind of like do some research on why Disneyland gets all the cool stuff. But I think it's because Disney World is so packed anyway. Like, so who, packed. It's not like they're gonna go ahead and be like, okay, hey, we need some we need people to come here from all around the world. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, they already have people and it's not like people are coming over from overseas or whatever in different countries. And they're like, Hey, let's go to Disneyland. No, that's, tr- that's they're, true. Cause I heard Disneyland's mostly, re- um, California resident- residents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and you know, it's people don't go, Hey, we're going to go to Disneyland. If they're going to go to Disneyland, why would you want to go someplace that you only have two parks to go to, uh, and like two resorts and where you can go ahead and go to Disney world and go to four parks know disney springs and, yeah it's a good you know, point because that's like that's how many hotels too much that? to enjoy in three four days i know so people i mean that's why people take like they go for like a week if you go to disneyland three four days you can definitely experience everything but people but yeah but you know people are not coming from uh overseas to come to the united states for three four days um one thing about this i saw that i thought was funny that i want to touch was the fact that they didn't want to give people the the ability to fly wherever they wanted to, because they definitely thought people would crash on purpose, which is true. You oh, would, they would. I yeah, think you'd get smart. in there and you get you'd be a gunner and you'd be like, "Let's do this," and the guy's like, "Oh, I don't know how to fly," and he just starts crashing all over the place. Like that's gonna happen a few times, and it's gonna ruin. It still kind of happens now. You don't fly wherever, but there's people. I mean, you're sitting there. That's one of the things that kind of stinks about going on the ride is that yes. you sit there and you go on the ride and you have two six year olds that are fly, pilot, well, it, piloting. It, it doesn't matter two six year olds. Imagine having, I mean, two adults. One does the left and right, one does up and down. That's still going to be hard to do. Yeah. It's hard and if to, they're not talking I mean, to each what other. Are you mind melding? No. Yeah. So it's like, you're it's right. going to be hard to do that no matter what. I think they should have, I think the pilot, the way they did the pilot thing really affected it because it made it impossible for someone to really pilot very well without what good communication with the person next to them. And most likely when they do that, they the pilots are in two different groups because when you group up, they give you, you know, they give you the stuff and usually a group would be like, oh, hey, here's the group of three. We'll give you one of each because you're mm-hmm. a group of three. And then you team up with another group of three. You don't know. So there's no communication between groups. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you, you have to have communication with this ride. In order for you to have fun, I well for me at least. Yeah, that's why that going with to the go whole get a high score would be the best. Yeah, you know, so I, I want to get a high score. You know, I want to get a high score. I want I want Hondo to be like, hey, I'm gonna give you a free fast pass because you guys are so good. <laughs> that's happened before. Really? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. Hondo is voiced by Disney legend Jim Cummings, who voiced the character in the Star Wars series. He also voices Winnie the Pooh. Inside Hondo's maintenance room, guests can see an abandoned game of Sabacc left on a shipping container. This is the game that Lando lost the Millennium Falcon to Han Solo. Next to the rack of blasters in the queue, guests can find Jin Erso's blaster from Rogue One. Just outside the command deck, where guests meet Hondo, there's a garbage can that reads trash to sector 3326827 in Arabesh. This is the designation of the trash compactor that Chewbacca, Han, Luke, and Leia get trapped in during A New Hope. While on their mission, guests can spot a Starspeeder 1000. This is the transport used by the Galactic Tourism Bureau of Star Tours. Inside the maintenance room, guests can see a T-47 airspeeder on a crate. This is the same weapon used by those aboard Rebel Snowspeeders in the Battle of Hoth. We here at Diz His think Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is an awesome ride. It was a great first ride to the new land of Galaxy's Edge. 
Smuggler's Run is a must-ride for all families, allowing everyone to enjoy it at the same time by working together. It also has a great single-rider line. And that's true, the single-rider line is great. If I was going to Star Wars by myself, I would definitely hit Smuggler's Run because I've seen online that if you do single-rider line, you can jump in and ride that ride in like five minutes, then get off, and then jump back in and get in another five minutes. That's pretty cool. What are the chances of you being a pilot, though? I don't, sure. I don't know. I think you just fill a group and you fill whatever they're missing. Right. And also they said if you have two people, there's a good chance they're going to be paired together because there's a good chance you'll be paired with a group of four. Oh, that's cool. That is really cool. Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyScented.com and use promo code DizHiz20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com, promo code DizHiz20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Um, on different note, we have something to play that has to do with the, sh- the ride. Our friend Scott from No New Friends, oh. maybe you guys heard of it. Uh, he did a Hidden Mickey segment, and it's very short, so we can play all of it for okay. you listeners. Now, if you want to become a Patreon, there's going to be more Hidden Mickeys in the future, and they might be long because sometimes we'll do a ride that has a lot of Hidden Mickeys, and we're not going to play the whole clip. So sometimes, sometimes we'll play a little bit of it, but if you want to hear the whole clip, then definitely be a Patreon. Hey, this is Scott from the No New Friends podcast bringing you this week's Hidden Mickey for Smuggler's Run. Now, there are not a lot of Hidden Mickeys for Smuggler's Run. In fact, there's only one. There's only one official one. Now, I'm sure you could put little circles together and say, oh, that's a hidden Mickey. But there's one official one. And that is as you're coming in down the hallway and and they're explaining to you the different positions. There's a small little monitor that's showing a pre-show video right on the wall to your right or left, depending on which side you're on. And as you're passing it, if you look to the left of the monitor, there are three buttons that make up the official hidden mickey head it's a very very quick thing you're gonna have to really be paying attention to it now what's cool about smugglers run there are a ton of star wars easter eggs all throughout the queue from all different movies from the prequel series from the original and then from the atrocity that is seven eight nine so a lot of really cool easter eggs next time you're out at the park i hope you find that hidden mickey this is scott from the no new friends podcast check us out no new friends you from the new friends podcast <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut out that last piece <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut off that promo part
I, I uploaded the image to Patreon. Again, join uh, Patreon and you'll be able to be in our live chat during the live chat room. And I uploaded the image that he's talking about where you can see the hidden Mickey. And he says it's an official hidden Mickey. But, I mean, I feel like I've seen hidden Mickeys like that and they're not official. So, I mean, is uh, you think this is really someone they made this on purpose or you think this just happened to be there? Are you questioning our hidden Mickey expert? No, never, never. I'm just now. Saying. You're also you're also talking about a fake monitor. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's intentional. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't go to they, they didn't go to Listen, Radio Shack and buy that. I went to Disney with Scott, and he's serious about his hidden Mickey's. So it's it's for real. Don't question him. Yeah. So you know, a couple weeks ago, we put out on our social media like a a form for people to fill out if they wanted to win a fifty dollar Amazon gift card. So a lot of people filled out this uh, form that we put out on our social media, and I'm gonna I put them in a a wheel of names. I went to wheelofnames.com. I put all their names in this wheel, and I'm gonna spin the wheel. Are you guys ready? A wheel of names. dot com. Amelia. <laughs> Amelia one. So I know who Amelia is, so we'll go ahead and get you that $50 Amazon gift card. Wow, congratulations, Amelia. Wow. Congratulations. Of course, Ryan, the first rigged, rigged. He doesn't win when it's rigged. Do you want to do a Patreon giveaway tonight, too, Joe? Uh, Yeah, actually. I have the the, uh, Pokemon cards. I have this really cool Disney bank that I got. Oh, my uh, gosh. We'll give away. Look at that. Yeah, this is really cool. Spur of the moment, Patreon giveaway. I was at a yard sale the other day um, and they had a bunch of Disney uh, memorabilia. So I found this and I thought I, I did post it in Discord. So it's not spur of the moment, Alex. Um, <laughs> should okay. Discord so we're going to give that away right there. So yeah, we're going to let's let's give this away right now. Yeah. Uh, Can you explain it for our uh, listeners? Yeah. So this is a um, 30th anniversary Disney Castle Walt Disney World Bank. Uh, it's about. Eight inches tall, pretty good size bank. Got a price tag of seventeen ninety five on the bottom. So with inflation, that's like three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ready? really cool. It's a really cool bank. It though. is cool. It looks super cool. Yeah, it it's does. a yeah pristine condition. What is it made of? It it's uh, it's plastic. Okay. It's, um, yeah, it's not something that will break. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna go ahead and give away a wax melt too after this. Oh my oh, gosh! Man. Crazy episode. Scott. Oh, Scott got the bank. He's going to love this. <laughs> and I'm going to do another one. All right. Thank goodness. I went to Scott. I'm not mailing this out for a couple weeks because the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and next is for the, for the what wax, is this? Melt. wax melt. And Ooh, Tara. Tara. Nice. All right. All right. We're going to do one more giveaway. Oh, my gosh. Are you for real? Three and one. Make a giveaway. Found I found a really cool deck of cards. I know that we all like Disney games in this in our Patreon. I found a really cool. Um, uh, I sent Joe a picture. Of it. It's a really cool deck of cards. You know what I'm talking about from Disney World. Yeah, I do remember. Right, so yeah, it's a, so it's a Disney World. Um, I don't know. I, I think they're at my storage unit, so I do not have them to show. But it's like a hundred. I think it's a hundred years of magic um, cards. It's got Sorcerer Mickey on it, a bunch of stuff. So it's just a little giveaway, but. So that's all right, cool. cool. Samantha won. Yeah, nice. All right. Congratulations. So this we'll will, I will right. be on my honeymoon for the next week. So this will not be going out until like the second week of July, but it will be going to you. So congratulations, Samantha. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> awesome. your information. How funny it would be if New Ryan won? I know. Like, instantly. instantly. Wow. What, what, a, what instantly. a giveaway. What a what a uh, what a plethora of giveaways. That was a lot of that was more giveaways than I was pl- planning on giving away. Well, I also have a comic book I can give away. When I'm giving oh away my right gosh. Now. Oh my gosh. We don't have the next time. Week. We don't week, have the time. Next week. Next week. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is this is Review. Review. Uh, D plus is the parent trap. And it's not the old, old 1920 parent trap. It's the newer one that's still kind of old with Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I'm not old... going to lie. I didn't know Lindsay Lohan had a twin until this movie. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Well, it's, wow. it's a good thing there's movie magic because that's how, I mean, that's how it works, right? That was or a very does, does she really have magic. a twin? Does she have a twin? I'm sold that she does. And the one you're talking about, Joe, is 1961, not 1920s. Well, I mean, it's almost that's pretty close, right? Yes, it's very old. But this Parent Trap, I'm a big fan of this Parent Trap. I I, I liked it growing up. I was a fan of Parent Trap. I was a fan fan of those. Um, what's it called? Those other movies with the other twins. Olsen Mary Kate and Ashley. Yes, I was a fan of those. Those and, movies. Uh, yeah. Are I you just talking about movies. twin movies? No, I like those movies. About... The Mary Kate and Ashley movies. I was a fan of that. You were a fan as, of those as, movies, as a kid, yes. So, do, yeah. so was I, but what does that have to do with Parent Trap? Because it's it's another twin movie. I was just talking to fill space. Well, you know they're not really me. twins, right? <laughs> I understand that, but the concept is twins, and they did a similar movie uh, of Parent Trap as well. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? Speaking of the Olsen twins, wouldn't it have been a lot cheaper to just hire the Olsen twins? It would have been a lot cheaper. It would have been a lot cheaper. You think it would have been cheaper? It's really, I mean, how is that cheaper? Well, think about it. They had to do use all this technology. They had to That's shoot right. everything twice. That's right. But, all this technology. Dude, it was, it was big technology back then. But listen to this. I think Disney's stupid with twins. Think about it. They didn't, they, they didn't do that. And then in, um, in, what's it called? Full House, they paid two different actresses to play the same part. That's yeah. true. But this is smart, though, because Lindsay Lohan's one actress and she played two parts. Think of the money well, they saved. She played two parts well. Oh, so I mean, did she, did she win an Academy Award? She should do have. Think, do you think they she showed an twice? Academy Junior Award? Do you think they, they want, Chris? Do they, have to pair, do they have to pay her twice? She played two roles? Do you no. Two, double the Ooh, salary? I don't think sure? so. I don't think I wouldn't think you'd pay them twice for two salaries. I think you you tell her you're starring in a Disney movie and you're playing two roles. You get what you get. 
I bet you they pay her a little bit more than get what like, you get the, and you don't give a fit. I actually heard that that was the second character wasn't Lindsay Lohan. You know that guy that plays Golem and he's Caesar from Planet of the Apes, the guy that does all of the CGI <laughs> yeah. characters. I heard he played Lindsay Lohan. And they Did he CGI'd, really? Yeah, CGI'd Lohan on top of her. Like they put all those like little balls on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the balls. Wow, yeah, the balls. That ball suit. Yeah, <laughs> he's a really yeah, good he, actor. This is, yeah, I told to you guys we should have not done D+. Plus. I told you guys. <laughs> I know you guys are going to not even take it serious. Like, what are we, what's, I'm the only one coming in with serious Trap. ideas, and you guys are ripping it apart. I'm just kidding. I love Parent Trap. Great, great flick. Do you really love Parent Trap? I, Parent Trap was, a, was, a, uh, was on frequently in the Op household. Yeah, me I too. I mean, in, we, in just, we just watched it like less than a year ago with my daughter, and she loved it. And at first, she didn't want to watch it because it looks kind of older. And she's like, I don't want to watch that. And then we put it on. Mm-hmm. And, she's like, and she was automatically into it. And it, I think it's a good movie. I watched it, and I, was, I thought it was fine. Hey, so you're, talk, you're talking about how it was old technology, right? Mm-hmm. In the 1960 movie, I think they used that technology. <laughs> yes. yes they CGI? <laughs> I don't think they had two. They, I think it was the same person played two parts. Listen, yeah, I don't man. know what kind yeah. of technology. Haley Mills Green screen, both, man. Right? Green screen technology. Blue screen I technology. No I was just trying to. I don't know what I was trying to do. I was trying to peddle my theory. All right, let's just do this week at Disney and call it a quits. Hey, this is AJ for the D Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney Plus. Each week, I'll bring you the latest news and rumors, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where between June 13th and 19th, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Share your thoughts in the weekly movie club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club. With new episodes every Sunday. See you there. Hey guys, want to hear something cool? Do you want to be part of the Goof Troop? Our Goof Troop is the best and a way to help support the show. You get access to our wonderful giveaways, Discord chat, and you can join for only $2 a month. In our Discord chat, you can interact with the hosts and some of our great members. There are Disney-themed games in our chat, streams from the park. We have a special Spotify playlist. Overall, we just have a lot of fun. You also get access to our live shows, which can sometimes be a little crazy. Once again, help support the show for as low as $2 a month and join the Goof Troop. Just go to dizhiz.com and on top, there's a link. So, uh, Alex, what did you do in this week in Disney? I've done so much this week in Disney. Really? It's not even funny. So, let's hear about it. I watched a movie before we came out here. I planned on watching it and I watched it. What wow. movie? Doctor Strange. The oh, new Doctor Strange oh, film. I watched Doctor Strange too. It was really good. Did you just recently? Now, question Did you watch it with Nick? Yeah. Okay, because some of the movie is kind of creepy. Some of it is, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just watched it before I came out here and it's still fresh in my mind. Um, I like how they added, they had America and Chavez in there. Uh, she was cool. And uh, it was, you know, it was a Doctor Strange movie, and I'm not a huge fan of Doctor Strange movies. I'm not a fan of this whole magic. I've said it before. I like mm-hmm. superheroes. I'm not a this fan is too, of magic. It's too unrealistic. It's, 
Yes, it's too unrealistic. (laughs) But it is too unrealistic. This multiverse, like I love the idea of a multiverse, but I hate it when they do the multiverse and it's falling in on each other. And it's just all this CGI nonsense that's supposed to be, you know, you're looking left and really looking down and you're looking right, but really looking up. And it's just, I I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, it's, it's, like, sticks, it's, 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 not, it's not a good movie for simple-minded people. I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's t- it sometimes hard for like Marvel just takes it way, just takes it too far, just too far, man. It's too far. But I was, I mean, literally halfway through the movie, I'm start, I almost fell asleep. I swear to God, you did. Yes. So I, I do think that Zombie Strange was one of the coolest, uh, yeah. yes. things ever. That was that amazing. Was so cool. that was so cool. Yeah, like I can't wait to rewatch just that scene alone. And I love that was when so cool. And spoiler alert: I love when they were in the multiverse. And they had the they had uh, Miss Marvel and they had Captain Britain. Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and uh, Captain Britain. Oh yeah, and John um, Krasinski, and Patrick yeah. Stewart. Yes, and very cool. Scene. And uh, Black. Uh, what was his name? Black Lightning? No. Black Bolt. Black Bolt. From uh, I think that was cool from Inhumans. Yeah. That was really cool. And that scene where where um, Scarlet Witch took them out. That was yeah. That was intense. I mean, if yeah, they were if they were going for you know, R rated, they could have made that a really graphic scene. Do you know what it reminded me of is um the one Invincible? Yes. The last scene. The last <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, you're episode. right. You're yes. right. Yeah. Yes. Totally overpowers everybody. Dude, it was right. crazy mm. how she she was able to do that. And Christina's like, that's why I like her. She's so powerful. I like I'm like, you like a villain? <laughs> she's really pow- powerful. She's too powerful. And, um you think she's too powerful? She's too powerful. She got def- she was defeated. She was defeated emotionally. Well, I mean, she was still defeated though. Yeah, it took her own it took her own quote unquote kids to defeat her. I like when I like Doctor Strange. Uh, I like when he's just like you know, like America Chavez. She ha- was like looking at Wanda, and Doctor Strange is like, "No, just hold on one second. Like, just let it be for a minute." Yeah. Right. Like he knew what was going to happen. He knew just, it. Just let it let let it play out. Yeah. Uh, I like Doctor Strange. I, I mean, when this is one of those movies, kind of like in Guardians, where it's kind of like, who's the Guardians of the like? When I first watched Guardians of the Galaxy, I was kind of like, what? Who 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 are the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, I I don't want to go see Guardians of the Galaxy, but I like I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Same thing with Doctor Strange. After like the first Doctor Strange, I was kind of like, you know, who I, I don't Doctor Strange. Like, I don't want to go see a Doctor Strange movie, right? But guess what? Doctor Strange is a uh, a good superhero. So I was excited for this one after seeing the first Doctor Strange, and I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot. I uh, fun fact about this movie. I just actually learned this today. You know how she, uh, Scarlet Witch was sending all those monsters after America Chavez. Yes. Yeah. Well, they scanned um, Elizabeth Olsen's eye, and that big creature in the beginning yes. was actually mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen's eye. Oh, Get really? Out of here, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's kind wow. of foreshadowing that she was the one. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen, you say, huh? Elizabeth Olsen. Like the Olsen, like a twin. Wow, a lot of a lot of Olsons in this episode. What else did <laughs> you do, Alex? That's it, actually. Okay, Chris, what'd you do? I finally finished the Obi Wan series. Oh, oh, I haven't finished it yet. It's just one more episode, right? It's six episodes. I don't know what episode you're on. I think Even publicly. I think I've seen so four, so we have two more to watch. Okay. Yes, it's two more. Yeah, so it's six episodes. I thought it was perfect. I thought everything was great. They had the perfect amount of fan service along with good, you know, good writing. It kind of filled in some pieces, uh, filled in too many pieces at some point, but I don't care. 
Mm-hmm. It connected literally like everything. Um, there was this meme since they connected so much. There was this meme that I read online um, <laughs> where Obi Wan was Obi Wan says to Leia, "They're like, you know, Obi Wan says to Leia in the series, you're ten, but you won't always be.' And this actually foreshadows Leia in A uh, New Hope, where she's actually above the age of ten. <laughs> 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 so, like, there, there was a lot of foreshadowing of like everything, but I loved it all. Like, it filled in a lot of the pieces, and um, I thought it was awesome. So I finished mm-hmm. that. I uh, the only other thing I did in the world of Disney was I started I played that um, I, you know this has been like two or three years in the making this this mobile game called Disney Mirrorverse and it's this it takes place it's basically a multiverse of uh, there's evil there's evil um, characters there's good characters and they all take on like a different form like they all look different there's this like funny picture going around because Woody is like an actual cowboy and looks really funny because he's all serious looking and stuff. But um, I played that and it's okay. It's not great. It's uh, it's just one of those games where you mash button and you win because it's very easy. I also have to remember it's a Disney game. It's probably meant for kids. It's yes. It's probably meant for someone way less younger. Than yes. Me. But yeah, you're also like, you're like, I'm the champion. <laughs> I am better than everyone else out here. And people are like, hey, please, sir, help, after help my, me. After my, <laughs> after my fourth angry tweet, I realized after the only 12 year olds responded to me, I realized that, it, um, you know, I was just a little too old for the game. No, it's also because when you first start, it's very easy. And then you can replay those game, the, the levels as like expert level and stuff like that, which I did get my butt handed to me on this. But it's fun. The story is kind of cool. Uh, they call these like evil parts or evil characters the fractured and uh the evil not the evil queen maleficent is kind of behind all this it's it's pretty neat i could see them definitely making maybe like a disney plus series about it because it's uh it's kind of a cool concept i'll just check uh, that don't, out the only complaint about it is the um like the, like the backgrounds like they could have done so much more with the backgrounds i'm guessing this is what a lot of people are saying so i kind of looked into the game i played it a little bit too you know is like like if you're playing in like there's toy story Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool to be in like Andy's room or you know oh. that type of thing or different because right it's all pretty much the same like they, it's like the sand like rocky background for all no, everything not for me I the first one was the, um like a forest I think that now I'm at um I'm at like a port and it's oh like, really yeah it's like it's uh Jack Sparrow's um oh I wonder if they changed it yeah maybe I don't know Okay, I'm gonna check it out then. I'm gonna yeah, I might to be check that playing out. a certain mode, maybe. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you like Disney, if you like, um, it's kind of like, uh, what would you call that type of game? Like that oh, fighting style. that type of game. It's um um ARPG, I think. No, no. Like Mo- it's not turn MOBA. No, it's uh, not MOBA. It, whatever, whatever, Le- whatever League of Legends is like. It's, it's a MOBA. Like, is that what it would be then? Well, League of Legends has the three rows, and you. Which one are you? No, no, I'm just talking about the fighting style. I'm talking about the fighting style. It's an action RPG, I think. So it's kind of like you know, like there's usually like turn based, um, like in those type of games. Yeah, it's not automated. It's not turn based. It's it's action based RPG or whatever. So it's it's like like, your control, and you you hit them, and it has like HP and everything. It's kind of like that Wild Rift mobile League of Legends game where you have like different classes: the ranged people, the tanks, the uh, attackers, and stuff like that. And you have these like little attacks, little attacks, little attacks. You have maybe one charge attack, and then you have like super attacks. Um, it, I hope that it gets a little harder. If it gets a little harder, I can see how it'd be more fun. But in the very the first like the first world, you get by it. You know, it's it's very easy. But what, what's it's it called again? It's called Disney Mirrorverse, and you can just download it online. It's, yep, on it's a mo- it's a mobile game. Oh, um, it's on it's your funny phone. Because, okay. yeah, it, it's funny because yeah, it's it's funny because this game has been talked about for like a long time now 
Like I was at Comic Con and the the figures were were being sold there. Like if you go to Target, like you can get them on sale already because the the figures for this game have been out for so long. So I think that they were anticipating it coming out way earlier than it already did than it did. But um, it's finally out now. Downloading it right now. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's definitely interesting. The the um just to get the heroes themselves are cool because they're different variations of themselves. So that that alone is pretty cool. And they do have a pretty good lineup. Uh, for the game, it just be you know just coming out. Of course, every single time you start the game, you get three pop-ups. For two ninety nine, you can get a yeah. three crystals. For eight ninety nine, get the season pass. So it's a very it's not play to win, but they definitely want your money. Mm-hmm. So Joe, what did you do in the world of Disney? So uh, on next week's episode, we're going to talk about the cruise, right? Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about the cruise. I did watch Doctor Strange, and I finished um, the Obi Wan. Uh, series and I watched Miss Marvel. I finished up Miss Marvel, or I, I'm caught up on Miss Marvel, which is, which I'm really enjoying that series also. Uh, have you guys watched that one? I'm behind on it. I haven't started yet because I've just I'm so behind on TV shows in general. But I do plan on watching. And I'm pretty excited. Yeah, to. it's pretty it's pretty good for sure. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, I came back from the cruise with COVID, so I've been kind of resting up and trying not to do too much. Um, but other than that, nothing much. I'm looking forward to talking about the cruise with Jen on the next episode. Uh, he, he doesn't he doesn't like us enough to talk about. It. That's okay though. We I understand. And Chris, so, you're going on a cruise, not a Disney one though. I am no, but I'm wearing I'm bringing a Disney shirt with me. So how many days cruise is it? Six nights. Six days. Six, six nights. nights. Yeah, Oof. six. Yep. Okay. Western Caribbean cruise. So that's the his on the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.